Welcome back, everybody. It's great to have you. This show this week, we're going to talk about all things coronavirus, child pornography, and how the government just does not give one fuck about it. The Chinese pooper swab. I'm going to give you an update on Julie Payette and talk about a few other small things that probably aren't worth mentioning here, but we'll get to in the show. So stick around, get comfortable. You're going to love it. And now, your number one source for what's happening in Canada today. From the mind that brought you 222 minutes, this is my 222 cents. Three, two, one. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. First off, I just want to say how incredibly awesome all you people are. The reception for the first episode was great. The reviews are all in, they're all five stars. Somebody even tuned into this thing from Brisbane, Australia. To whoever that was, thank you, and I hope you don't get killed by some poisonous squid hornet, you cunt. Funnily enough, it was a huge hit in Manitoba. In fact, Winnipeg is the fourth most popular city that this is downloaded in, according to my analytics. Apparently, it's a lot more popular there than my Twitter account, mainly because most of them can't read. So the Prime Minister is telling everybody to stay at home. The Health Minister is telling everybody to stay at home. But the other day in question period, our new transport minister said that airlines won't be bailed out unless they offer more travel options. Guys, I don't want to sound like a racist-ophobe supremacist, but I'm starting to wonder if diversity quotas are a bad way to make hiring decisions. Side note, Air Transat just laid off every pilot they have, so this thing's a shit show. Our border security found 228.14 kilograms of meth that someone was trying to sneak across the border on Christmas Day. Two thoughts. One, they should have tried it with 6.14 kilograms less, 222 for the win. And two, if you can't sneak across this Canadian border with this liberal government in charge, you're a fucking idiot. Side note, why are we remaking every fucking show ever except Firefly? Now, I want this show to be as light as possible, but I'm going to step away from that for a sec because this thing really needs to be talked about. Jerry Hawes was the liberal candidate in Simcoe North during the last federal election. For those of you who don't know where it is, it's somewhere north of Toronto. He was recently busted with kitty porn. He got sentenced to eight months house arrest, and the poor guy lost his job. Now I'm sure you're thinking, two cubed, how are you going to make a story about kitty porn funny? I'm not, but we still need to talk about this. First off, the obvious thing. How fucking broken is the liberal vetting process? Do you think judging people by their race is the only way to live your life? Check. Do you hate the idea that Western Canada might want to be greedy assholes and keep some of their money? Check. Do you suck at keeping receipts for things? Check. Why is there no, do you get off on pictures of naked children question? Seriously, what the fuck is wrong with these people? This isn't even the worst part. Do you want to hear the worst part? According to Aurelia Matters, the judge gave this guy a lighter sentence because of the, quote, collateral consequences suffered by Mr. Hawes. You see, the poor man lost his job over this, and his personal life is in tatters. No fucking shit. Let's just walk through this sunny garden of logic here for a sec. Dude is convicted on charges of kitty porn. Dude's life is ruined because he's been convicted on charges of kitty porn. Therefore, the sentence for being convicted on charges of kitty porn needs to be reduced. What in the great gray fuck did you think was going to happen to this guy after he got convicted of kitty porn charges? 
Are we honestly looking at societal shaming as part of criminal punishment now? He's not allowed to leave his house for eight months and he lost his job. Boo hoo. That was literally our entire last year. Now that brings us back to the liberals. One of the new rules they made to make pipeline construction unfathomably prohibitive in Canada is that they need to account for greenhouse gas emissions in other parts of the supply chain. Let's do the same for child pornography. Somebody's kid got molested so that you could have pictures and videos of it. You are the reason it exists and you should be punished as though you were the one creating it. But enough about that. Trudeau announced the other day that no one was going to be let into Canada anymore without a negative COVID test. Yeah, it should have happened a fucking year ago, but what the hell do I know, right? This comes not long after the health minister said that a very small percentage of cases are travel-related, despite the fact that given its Chinese origin, approximately 100% of our cases are in fact travel-related. And after our World Health Organization liaison said that closing the borders is racist. And everyone's scared to be racist about this. Still. Remember when people scared of being called racist tried to rewrite the Wikipedia page on the Spanish flu so that calling this the Wuhan virus could be stopped? We don't want to offend the Chinese. Newsflash, people. They can't possibly be offended because they live in an oppressive dictatorship that doesn't let them read anything we have to say anyway. <sighs> if this virus had started in Poland or Australia or any other country we think of as being white, we would have shut down our borders, quarantined the shit out of anyone trying to come here, and been back to our old lives already. Do you people have any idea how much I miss drunkenly bumping into people at bars? And now that's all gone. Forever. And why? Because we need to be sensitive to the pigmentation of patient zero? What the fuck? Guess what? He can't be offended. He's already dead. His government killed him. And yes, I assumed his gender. But this whole thing is just another one in a long list of backtracked ideas. This liberal government has done more flip-flopping than a pickerel in the boat. Let's start with the big one. A year ago, they said everything's fine. Spoiler alert, it wasn't. Then masks were stupid. Now we need to wear masks. In fact, now people are saying we should have two masks. Soon it'll be five. It's like big mask manufacturer hired the marketing guy from Gillette. Then social distancing popped up with no scientific backing. I mean, would five feet be just as effective? Would seven feet be better? Why such a round number? What if the optimal point is six feet, three and three eighths? Travel. Don't travel. We're the only ones important enough to travel. Look, I don't have any of the answers about this. I mean, aside from saying that the genie is out of the bottle and locking us down longer isn't ever going to fix that. But accepting that... I really don't know much, and it wouldn't have been such a bad thing for the government to say the same thing when this whole thing started. I mean, how much mass panic would it have really caused to say something like, this virus just started existing? We have questions. We don't know for sure if masks are going to help or not, so fucking put it on for now and we're going to get back to you when we know more. I would have been totally fine with that. Instead, they've been heavy-handed know-it-alls who keep changing their mind. Think about it this way. If your boss at your job acted like this, he would get fired. Hmm. Wouldn't it be cool if the voters had some kind of option to fire politicians who suck? I had an idea for that once, but I can't quite recall what it was. 
Breaking news. The Canadian government is spending $800,000 on solar panels in Inuvik. The only way solar panels in a place where it's dark for literally months of the year could possibly be any more useless is if they use them to power ice makers. So Black Lives Matter got nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. They are, however, facing strong competition this year from Emperor Palpatine, Lord Voldemort, and a clone of Adolf Hitler wearing a jetpack. Small update on Julie Payette. Trudeau doesn't think he owes anyone, including the people working in the Governor General's office, an apology despite the fact that he intentionally subverted the vetting process when he hired her. It kind of reminds me of that old joke. What's the difference between the last 30 years of Oilers hockey and Justin Trudeau? Justin Trudeau makes less excuses. Honestly, the way the Liberals keep fucking everyone all the time, we should start calling them the step government. I mean, think about it. You have a building full of people that you have to update her calendar once every few weeks, get to sign the odd document, and answer the phone. And Julie Payette was so uniquely unqualified for the stress of such a demanding vocation that she couldn't do it without yelling? Imagine how much money she could have saved taxpayers if she'd have dressed for the job she wanted instead of the job she had when she was orbiting our planet. Well, that's my show for this week. Thanks for listening. Feel free to tell me what you think on Twitter or Gab. And if you liked it, tell two friends. If you hated it, tell three friends. We'll see you guys in a week.